Ladies and gentlemen, please kindly take your seats. It is time for the main debate. Hello and welcome to the new and improved Make Debate, where you've got to fight to be right. Today, I am in charge and I like this power. So, to start off with, uh, who have we got with me, you might ask? And as always, we've got my uh, good friend in the red corner, Zach. Say hello, Zach. Oh, I'm so shocked that I was the good friend. Hello. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be cordial and unbiased. And also my good friend in the blue corner, we've got Morgan. Say hello. You can only have one... Alex, <laughs> I didn't say best friend, I said good friend. Um, no, no, the new mate debate has Highlander rules, so there can only be one. Look, we're going to settle this right here, right now. Alex, exactly. you're getting married and one of us has to be your best man. Who do you pick? <sighs> Morgan, it's you. I demand <laughs> I, that it's I, you. I, listen, I think so, because I, I couldn't trust Zach at a speech in my wedding. Uh, like... <laughs> it'd be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> to you, you uh, to you. You, uh, you wouldn't like it, but it'd be very funny. <laughs> is, this, is this the new round of uh, mate debate we've just come up with? Best man. <laughs> Who is Listen, best I like man? it. I like it. But um, you know, we've been workshopping this for quite a while now, uh, guys. Uh, you know, different concepts, different ideas. So I've just written them all down, and I did. I prepared all of them, and I decided I'll just spin the wheel to determine what we're actually going to do. We so, have a Morgan, wheel. Morgan, spin the wheel. Oh, I see what he's done. He's like, I've got some ideas and I'm going to make Morgan do all the work. I was almost furious at Alex just said. You were? I was almost furious. I was like the idea that I've written down all the ideas and I've brainstormed for weeks. Alex, you know very well that none of us prepare for this. Yeah, and I didn't come up with a single concept. Uh, okay, now... You have gone through and written your name underneath all of them. That's right. Now, uh, Morgan, I see I see that the wheel has decreed that we will start with a game I like to call Spin Cycle. So basically, the concept of Spin Cycle is that the moderator, i.e. me, finds a piece of news, and each player must find a way of spinning the news in a certain direction. Okay? So who wants to go first? Is that is the first person going to be positive, or is the first person going to be negative? Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. I think we should go one positive, one negative. You can't spin it in the same way. Oh, so the first person just gets to decide which direction yeah, they're going to which spin direction it. they're going to go. And right, then the other one. I'll be gracious and uh, take the first position. I'll go first. On your back. That's right, man. Get ready for some negative oof, spin. Oof. Oh, wow. yes. Oh, yes. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I was just looking on Fox News uh, the other night, and uh, I found this really gripping headline from uh, yesterday, actually, that vitamin D levels, vitamin D levels, may actually improve COVID-19 mortality rate, study finds. So that's the uh, headline. Can, can I ask for some clarification? Yes, of course you can. Do they mean improve as in more people will die? Or do they no, mean no. improve as in more people will survive? More people will survive, is the article. That's what the study oh, says. Okay. All right. Uh, um, how much time do I get to spin my, spin my wheel? Well, uh, no, I've spun the wheel. Uh, You're now spinning the story. Uh, Yeah. How much time do I get here? Uh, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. 
Let's okay. think, uh, I don't know, a minute, how about, two minutes. How about I go and you cut me off? Right. Okay, okay. Yep, I like that. I like that plan. Whenever you're ready. Okay, I'll start. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, 2020 has proved a pretty difficult year for all of us. It's It's been a rough time. Um, you know, we in Australia have had to deal with... Uh, terrible bushfires, terrible economy, and now a terrible virus that is putting us all inside, forcing us away from our loved ones, forcing us away from our normal, happy lives. Um, and in this time of desperation and woe, we are looking, uh, we are looking, you know, scientifically, accurately, with method and uh, determination for any means of cure, any means of respite from this terrible plague that is affecting the world and luckily according to some brilliant brilliant scientists that i know personally and they've done a fantastic job brilliant scientists have found that vitamin d which we all know we all know comes from fish has increased uh your resistance to the covid virus now it doesn't uh, increase your chances of catching or decrease your chances of catching it but it does increase your chance of surviving the terrible illness so all of you get out there and uh, buy up that salmon, buy up that tuna, get yourselves on that fish train, get your, get your vitamin D up, um, and yeah, we will persevere, we'll get through. Thanks very much. I completely made that up. I have no idea where vitamin D comes from. <laughs> it's not fish. It's not fish. Yeah, uh... I'm disappointed that Morgan is looking it up. <laughs> I think you'll find it is. it is fish. Is oh, it? you see me? Oh, yes! No, no, I saw that there was the sun. Foods that... Oh, no. Morgan's being the best. Yes, go, Morgan. <laughs> Foods that provide vitamin D, fatty fish, beef, liver, cheese, egg yolks. Oh, well, also the sun. That's what I read. Uh... I'll, I'll add it to my list. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, Morgan, uh, your turn to spin. Uh, you need to veer away from Zach's uh, positive pro-fish spin. Yep. <clears throat> We ready? I'm ready. When it, whenever you're ready, Morgan. Whenever you're ready. Skin cancer, mercury, and high <laughs> cholesterol. Are these worth getting to avoid COVID-19? A recent study has shown that vitamin D levels uh, may actually improve COVID-19 mortality rates. For those not aware, uh, vitamin D can be found in the sun, uh, egg yolks, dairy products, fish specifically. But as we all know, social isolation seems to be working a treat. So is it worth giving yourself a higher chance of having a high cholesterol, having mercury intake or skin cancer to save yourself from a disease you can easily avoid? Thank you. Short and sweet. <laughs> I like that. That was beautiful. Short and um, sweet and punchy. Uh, there you go. Question for the moderator. Am I allowed... Uh, do I have to keep referencing the original article? Uh, can I take what he said and spin it into a new story? Well, I envisage this that you would always get is, you get an opportunity game? to uh, respond to the spin. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I got my spin. I got my spin. Um. Panic fever. You know what I hate about the, these day and age? Bloody, bloody natty states telling me that I can't eat this, can't eat that because it'll cause cancer. Yeah. You know what I found that caused cancer? 99.95% of everything on the planet. I am sick to death of having to bend over backwards to appease these vegan, f uh, fun-hating, scientific nutjobs that think that everything has to be 
lock down and shut up just to be safe. You know, life is about variety. Life is about spice. So if you want to have your fish, if you want to have your eggs, if you want to go out in the sun, I think that's fine. Maybe take some precaution. But good gosh, don't hide from everything because that's just not that's just not what life's about. Be <laughs> All right, Morgan, your opportunity to respond. Uh, my to response to that said. is uh, local man yells on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> About being told about being told what to do in a nanny state. Uh, local man Zach DeMonte today has made a stand on his podcast he does with his friends. Uh, he appears to think that the government tells him what to eat, when to eat, and how to eat, when in fact that is not true. He is merely rallying against guidelines of eat, what to eat and what can give you what, and specific uh, measurements measurements of what uh, you should eat and what that equals. Uh, this man, this young man here is making a lot of fuss, wants his cake, uh, and wants to eat it too. <laughs> okay, okay, indeed. Um, thank you. Thank you much, very much, you guys. Uh, no, that was fun. It was, a, it was a really good article that I gave you. I must say, pat myself on the back for that. Um, oh, yeah. You want to sign your name on that work too, Nosh. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, really, really good article. Um, now, Zach, I did have a few concerns that you're alienating our vegan listeners. Um, with your with your second spin there, I was a little concerned, uh, just a little bit, just an itty bit. Um, and uh, our our anti fish listeners as well, um, anti fish, our anti fish uh, listeners. So you really alienated a broad section of our listener base there. Uh, <laughs> and Morgan uh, Zach yelling on his podcast uh, was what he was actually doing. So I really appreciate that. And with that, Morgan, you take the win. And the first, I like the. I like, Norris is like, you're alienating a lot of our viewers, and Morgan was attacking the sun. <laughs> <laughs> the sun doesn't listen, you know this. No, uh, but everyone enjoys the sun, Alex. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the sun. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I, don't, funny. I don't know if we've met Zach, but I'm incredibly pasty and incredibly white. Uh, oh, I don't last we, we always, out in the sun. See, we always meet in dark rooms. This is an issue, uh, I think. Yeah, yes, yeah. indeed. It's really good lighting. Uh, makes me look much better. Uh, okay, <laughs> round two. Uh, spin the wheel again, Morgan. I okay. Really Morgan just cuts to like a, a sound effect of him going, no. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. This is a take two on one that Zach, you gave last time. Mm. That's the ticket. Okay. Okay, so basically, for those who didn't listen last time, because I only want to tune in to when I'm the moderator, um, I hope you really enjoyed those previous two episodes. Um, now, so basically, the contestants uh, amongst themselves come up with a random word using a random word generator. It's either a person, object, place, or animal, and the contestants each take turns to give clues as to what that could be. And when the moderator guesses the clue, the person who gave the latest clue wins. So, <clears throat> without further ado, can you guys, amongst yourselves, uh, organise what the word is? I'll take my headphones out. I'll send you a word and you tell me whether or not you want to use it. Okay. Give me, like, the thumbs up when you're done, because so, I can't hear you. So, uh, and then we'll dive straight in. You could just tell me as well. He's not listening. You don't have to send it. Oh, is he not listening? Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Yeah, sister or Cranberry. Which one do you want? I 
feel like sister's very easy. Yeah, I think sister's but too cranberry, easy. cranberry, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Let's go with cranberry. Okay, cool. All right, that 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 worked better than intended. Uh, there we go. Okay, uh, Zach, because you went first last time. Morgan, you're first this time. Morgan, uh, sorry, Nosh. Can we have a refresher of the rules? Yeah, just so we what know what what we can and can't give as a clue. Oh, of course. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you can't sing the word. You can't omit the word from a sentence. You can't say the word uh, that defeats the purpose, or you can't spell the word out. Okay. Cool. All righty. Uh. Alex. Mm-hmm. Morgan. Uh, type of jam. Strawberry. Incorrect. Oh. Damn it, Alex. Come on. <laughs> All right, Alex. Here's my clue. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> so when, when you get angry, you kind of look like one. <laughs> <laughs> like I go red for sure when I get angry, but like they don't make guess, tomato man. jam, do they? Ah, oh. uh, Okay. All right, back to me. Uh, <clears throat> the band that sung the song "Zombie." Oh, now you got there, Morgan. You know, yeah, I know this one. I know it now. I know it now. It's cranberry, yeah. Well it done. is, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> that, that is the ticket, and uh, Morgan, uh, two points, two zip. There, ding, Zach. ding. Nosh, I hope you appreciate. My clue was going to be a berry grown in the sea, because that's what a cranberry is. Oh, really? But... I didn't know it grew in the sea. Oh, well, I didn't know Alex uh, was going to be so familiar with the cranberries. To be honest, <laughs> I love that song. Uh, <laughs> I opted for entertainment for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. We'll go into the third round. I'm really feeling the pressure, as you can tell. You are, you are. But remember, the the traditional mate debate format is worth two points in the final round. Uh, uh, Double points. <laughs> well, if Morgan wins his next one, no, it won't. Uh, and then we'll just derail that last mate debate. Uh, so let's see if I can torpedo myself again. <laughs> <laughs> what Alex was saying there was like Morgan to shit. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that. I was, Alex I was, was trying desperately not to wiping say. the sweat uh, away from his brow as he realised I was trying to lose. <laughs> I'm excited for this next round. Okay, yeah, spin the wheel. Okay, the wheel is spun and it has landed on befriend, marry, murder. Okay. Mm. Right, so, so a new one. So if I'm correct, we have to guess. You'll give us three names, and we have to guess which the correct order for you is. That's correct. Oh that is correct, Morgan. It's like Morgan, you've been reading the rules. It's like, you're, uh, it's like you you're looking at the document that has the different rounds in it. It's almost like I wrote the rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That can't be true because I can see Alex Norris written underneath that round. So clearly, Alex did it. <laughs> it was a late hit. It was a group thing. I was very close by when he wrote it. Uh, now. <laughs> Um, oh, so basically, uh, there's a theme to this round. I, I do uh, love watch, a theme. Yeah, yeah. I watched the uh, first Avengers film uh, recently. I rewatched that. How'd it hold and up? I thought. Sorry. How'd it hold up? It was really good. The first one's really yep. strong. All right, save it for the movie podcast. 
Yeah, of course, of course, indeed. It does hold up. And, oh, wow, uh, it really laid so into you for that one. I gosh. thought, well, I'll pick three of those actors in that, and uh, that, that will be the three. So, without further ado, we have uh, Robert Downey Jr., we have Chris Hemsworth, and we have the other Chris, Chris Evans. All right. All right, so am I correct in assuming it is not them in character, it is the actors specifically? That's right, yeah, yes. Yeah, cool. Uh, who's going first this time? Is it Alex? Is it no, Zach? Me. Zach's turn. It's me. So, so what's the order? It's it's uh, make love, marry, kill. Befriend, marry, <laughs> no, murder. befriend, befriend marry, marry, murder. Kill. Get befriend, with marry, the murder. spirit, okay? Befriend, okay. okay. Marry, right. Murder. Now, this is a bit complex for me because I know Alex is a person who appreciates Hollywood pedigree. He likes the glitz and glamour, the fame. And on that note, I would think he'd lean towards RDJ. For his marrying, I think, because I think he appreciate. I think he has appreciated that guy's career. I think he thinks he's a very handsome gentleman, as I think we all do. And I think he also is aware that he's a very loaded man. You know, he's he's making those Disney bucks, uh, so he's he's fucking rich as shit. Richer probably than the other two. He's also a true blue Aussie gentleman, so I can't imagine he'd want to kill Chris Hemsworth. I think he respects the idea that we have. A triple-A star up on the world stage in Chris Hemsworth. So I and as much as I think he likes Captain America. Mm, now this is the hard one. Does he like Captain America enough to marry Captain America? <sighs> okay. I'm gonna say as a complete flip. Oh Nate, you're Ooh. changing it. You're changing Mixing it. it up. Am I gonna? F- oh, I'm really stuck on this. Oh. Just as while he's thinking about it, there are three options. If neither yes. of us, do we get? Do we go to see who get can get it right first? If neither of us get it on the first, what's the? Yes, what are you feeling, yes, here, Alex? Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes. So it's the first one to get all three right. Yeah. I'll and you, will you, you tell us which ones we got right? In which? No, I'll tell what? you. I'll tell you how many. Out how of many? Three you got right. Yeah. All right, this is so. particularly tough, I think, for for me because I think Morgan, you can think like Norwich, but I'm a strange individual. <laughs> Come on, okay. Zach. Zach, you on. have I'm to win say... this one or the show ends early. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. If I lose, it's funny. Um, or or if or we'll have to trip, triple the points in the last round. No, 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 no. Throw that It's all right. We've, okay, we've been so... rewriting it recently. We're fixing it up. How, how do I deliberately lose this? I think you're going to marry RDJ. Mm. I think you're going to kill Chris Evans. And I think you're going to befriend Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Uh, Morgan, you're going to any go. of them... Oh, that's and well, then and then I'll tell you I'm, how many you got. Now, uh, Alex, Alex is a man. We've discussed this many times on the show. He's a man of routine. He likes he likes reliability. He likes someone who is uh, crisp and clean, all American. Uh, so that's really is uh, Chris Evans there. And you know what, Alex needs that in his life. So I I would venture that Alex would want to marry Chris Evans. So uh, he needs that rock steady reliability in his life. He needs uh, that to carry him through. So being... Wait, sorry. Yeah? Are we... Are, is, are you going to marry the heroes from the movie or the actors? The actors. We've been, we've been through this, Zach. It's the actors. Yeah, yeah. But Chris uh, Evans because... is a very reliable, lovely boy. Yeah, but how do you know that? Because <laughs> I, I read stuff. And more to the point, do you think Alex knows that? Yes. Because Al- Alex is basically one of the actors, but he also bases what roles they choose to do as part of it. <laughs> <laughs> he, does think, he does think that the roles they play are them. <laughs> um, 
What, I, they're not? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> now, this one is just a personal fear. Like, who doesn't want to befriend Chris Hemsworth? He seems like a great guy. Just, like, would be the best friend, hang out with him. So, it's it's really a no-brainer. We go for uh, befriend for Chris Evans, which makes, uh, so far, Alex is befriending Chris Evans. Ma- not befriending Chris Hemsworth, sorry. Mm. Marrying Chris Evans. And unfortunately to me, because one of my personal favorites is killing RDJ. But then again, he's also in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a mag- ma- masterpiece. And Alex surely knows see, that, right? See, oh, I don't think Alex could, could kill RDJ. I don't think <laughs> Alex has it in him. But Chris Evans, as much as it would suck, is the one I reckon Alex could kill. I reckon, so I'm going to stick with mine. The, he needs that, yeah, that rock fair. hard base that is That's Chris fair, Evans fair. to be his life partner. How about this, Alex? We both agreed that Chris Hemsworth was your friend. Can you tell us if we were correct? Listen, no, no, no. This is not how this works. You're not changing the rule book. I will then say how many, Zach, you got right, and then I'll say how many Morgan got right. Oh, so neither of us were correct. But listen, just just hold up, hold up. <laughs> just hold up. So just to confirm, Zach, marry RDJ, kill Evans, befriend Hemsworth. That's correct. Morgan, marry Evans, befriend Hemsworth, kill RDJ. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Zach, you got none right. And uh, Ooh. <laughs> Morgan, you got uh, one right. Ooh. I got one right. Okay, I'm going to change my answers. <laughs> <laughs> Norish, you will marry Chris Evans. You will befriend RDJ. And it kills me to say this, you will kill Chris Hemsworth. Ooh. Interesting, interesting. And, uh, and uh, Morgan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> my turn. Uh, yes, you, indeed. You will kill Robert Downey, but mm-hmm. you will befriend Chris Evans and you will marry Chris Hemsworth. I've just flipped the uh, the befriend and marry there, I believe. Yes, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Uh, interestingly, this time on round two, Zach, you got it 100% correct and Morgan, you got further away uh, and uh, oh no! got the zero. Damn so, it! There you go. I didn't want this! <laughs> You showed so why? much promise there, can we, Morgan. Can we get... Uh, I, I think one of the things... Morgan, wanna... why didn't you get it right? <laughs> I was close. Uh, I know. I just want to know, can I have some justification behind your decisions there, Alex? Yeah, of course, you're of an course, insane person. You were bang on the money there in uh, Chris Evans in your merry round. I that's know. like... Yeah, I know, yeah, I know you're you. You're like, zero in, zero in, radio. That's, and I that's so crazy because Chris Evans is a party boy. Listen, I don't... Mm, listen... Uh, he's not. He's not a solid a retained individual. Maybe a bit of partiness in your life. Uh, I don't know. And RDJ uh, is solid straight lace individual. Anyway, uh, Danny Junior uh, befriend because uh, you're right. He is loaded, uh, so he would spend lots of lavish gifts on his friends. I think he'd be ha- fun to hang around with. More than his um, husband? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think I'd put up with that full time. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's so funny. And then I was pretty so solid. Funny. I was pretty solid on those two, and Hemsworth unfortunately had to be the last one to go. That's um, so shocking to me. That's just un-Australian. I think a lot nah, of listen, people would choose Chris Hemsworth over Chris Evans. There, that is a. I think so. There, Alex. Listen, listen, and I know you did mention the point here about you know uh, Zach about top quality Australian, you know triple A high quality Australians in Hollywood. We've already got uh, here. Why do we need Chris? Like you know, it's okay. Sorry, Hugh can Hugh. do. There's also that there's also like heaps of there's heaps of Hemsworths. We, we what's one losing one? It we, gives we, that poor Luke more time. Yeah, to shine. we knock him out. Liam rises up, and then Luke comes up underneath. 
Do we want Liam over Chris? No, I would much rather. I, yeah, I, it, no, my we favorite, want Chris over Liam. My favorite goes Chris, Luke, Liam. <laughs> yeah, I love Paul Luke. 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 Paul insane Luke. person. Paul. Right, just out of curiosity, Morgan, what are your what is your order? Because I'd marry RDJ. I would probably kill Chris Evans, and I would befriend Chris Hemsworth. I'd hate to say it, but yeah, that's probably my same as well. Yeah, because we're <laughs> both sane individuals. Chris, Chris Hemsworth, he would be into all this stuff that I'm not into. But you know, working you were his out, friend. Surfing, you don't have to do it. Like, you, you can know. just hang out with him when you want to hang out with him. If you were married to Chris Hemsworth, or if you had to kill Chris Hemsworth, everyone would hate you. You could just hang yeah, out with Chris Hemsworth notorious. and uh, do a no. podcast together or something. Like, what an interesting relationship that you killed Chris Hemsworth, but you're still married to either Chris Evans or RDG, and you're still friends with the other one. <laughs> so clearly, you had right. to kill the Chris Hemsworth. Because he needed to die. He needed to go. Uh, <laughs> he needed to go. Uh, they all, uh, yeah, RDJ still, you know, picks up the phone when I call. Um, so <laughs> there you go. And so, Zach, uh, true to form, you've now, uh, you know, clawed your way back into contention. I'm so mad. <laughs> you were wanting a clean sweep. and uh, I wanted to lose by a factor of five points in this game. <laughs> <laughs> five to zip. Uh, yeah. yeah, it would have been so good. <laughs> it would have been a blemish on my otherwise perfect run uh, of moderator. Uh, now, okay. Fight. We all know the rules. This is the mate debate. We have positive and negative. Uh, but this time, I uh, was also inspired a little by last time we did this, where the question was a little bit different. This wasn't a, your traditional positive negative. Ooh. It was more of an open-ended, you know, justify your choice in response to this question. So, without further ado, drum roll, please. Cue the drum roll. Uh... Don't do it. No, no, no drum roll. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't do it. Don't I'm, do I'm being it. informed by the box that there is no drum roll. Uh, now, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll just jump right in. Uh, question. Who is the most influential person who has ever lived? You have oh, to convince me of God. that. So I'll give you, I'll give Morgan, you a few moments there. Morgan, I beg you don't go for the easy answer here. Easy? Yeah, there's one easy answer here that might not be correct, but please don't. Let's do something interesting. <laughs> you thinking Jesus? <laughs> yeah, don't do Jesus, because that's stupid. That's boring. <laughs> then we get bogged down in the has ever existed Yeah, it's point, dumb, it's dumb. Really whatever, 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 whatever. No, I don't want to do I've that got either, more. So. I've got more of a wild card. Oh, here we okay. go. Here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Let me look up my guy. I didn't uh, say person. I didn't. I didn't specify gender or anything. It's completely open. okay. Completely All right, open. go for it. Go for it. Zach, I want Zach to go first. I request that Zach goes first. That is okay. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> I was positive. I went first last time. You have to go first <sighs> this time. All right. Unfortunately, flick, flicking through the rule book, uh, Zach is correct. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, no. <laughs> where's the bot? Where's the unbot? <laughs> Morgan, you're up first. Uh. Who is the most influential person who has ever lived? The person who has influenced the way the world has been shaped and the direction it is headed. And I posit it is Adolf Hitler himself. Uh, I am. Adolf Hitler was, uh, for those not aware, the leader of Germany. Uh, He was born in 1889 and he died in 1945 in Berlin, Germany. He uh, was leader of the Nazi party and he was uh, the main villain in World War II. Why is Zach dancing? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, you'll find out. You'll find out in a second. His um, his achievements were bad, but <laughs> <laughs> he he had a lot of views. But uh, his influence is the way he managed to bring some countries together and to fight him. The, we effectively stopped one way of influencing the world, and he kind of influences the way the world is headed since then. World War II was a big influence on technology. It was a big influence on how people lived their lives at the time. And I think without him, we might be living in a completely different world. So he influenced the structure of the current world we live in a lot by being a bit of a shit cunt. <laughs> All right. Um, Zach, your opening statement. Uh, okay. Morgan, I'm I'm really glad you went to World War II. I'm really glad because uh, I'm going to go just one step further back. <laughs> and say that the most influential person in history was Gavrilo Princip. Who? You might be asking, who the fuck is Gavrilo Princip? Did he shoot Archduke um, Franz Ferdinand? That is correct. Uh, Gavrilo Princip was the man who assassinated Archduke Fer- Ferdinand and kicked off World War I. Uh, in a lot of historians' minds, the assassination... And, and you know, I, I think it's maybe definitive to say the assassination of Franz Ferdinand was the key factor in starting World War One? Mm, that's not the reason debate. I'm saying. That's not for debate. Yeah. He's exactly. Yeah. He's he's the most influential person because one single act from him caused a world war, and and I think it's pretty fair to say that the events of World War One led to World War Two because of the manner in which the world's nations treated each other after the events of World War One. I, I think it's fair to say that Germany as a whole responded in a harsh, aggressive fury at the world because of how they were treated coming out of World War One. And World War One was started by this one man. So Morgan, you could be right. Adolf Hitler has had an insane amount of uh, you know influence on our current times and the world in general. But I would say that without World War One, you wouldn't have had Hitler. You would not have had Hitler the way because so much of his thought processes and so much of his anger and his hate and his um, political ideology came from World War One, came from the events of World War One. So yeah, that's my opening statement. And that's my that's my put forward. Gavrilo Princip. That's uh, some good work there, Zach. Uh, you talked about ideology and principle, and Hitler had a lot of that that he brought himself, and he had a, his ways that he pushed upon the world. Uh, Gavrilo Princept, on the other hand, when you're talking about the most influential person who has ever lived, I wouldn't necessarily call him influential person. He was a member of an influential group, a national secret society called the Young Bosnians, and uh, he and his accomplices put in forth a plan. Uh, he just happened to be the one firing the gun in that particular instance that kicked it off, yes, but he is not the influential person. In this. He and a group of people, a group of people sought to direct uh, the world in their direction and influence it in their way, but he himself didn't have much... He, his only real skill in that situation was that he was probably the one that knew how to fire the gun best. Uh, the one, one of the people in the crowd got captured. He was also meant to get closer to Archduke Franz Ferdinand, but he got captured. Uh, so my main argument against yours there is that whereas we have this one influential figure being Adolf Hitler, you think back, Gavrilo Princept, we, people may know his name, but they he's definitely more part of an organization that had more influence than he actually did. He's just, just the one who fired the gun. It's, it's, it's a pretty interesting sort of 
area to talk about. And I'm sorry, listeners, this is supposed to be entertainment, but this is just going to be a conversation between me and Morgan about history. <laughs> this is the range and depth and breadth that you get on this podcast. You talk about the movement behind Gavrilo Princep, but I would say that less people know about the movement behind Gavrilo Princep than just him in general. And I'd say less people know about that movement than the name Franz Ferdinand. Uh, I would say that going into World War One, you'd have been pretty up in the political circles if you knew who Franz Ferdinand was. Um, but because he was assassinated in the manner that he was, and, and Norish, I don't know if you know about the events of that day, but from what I understand of them, the, the plan was from the organisation that Princep was part of, they were going to uh, assassinate him, uh, the Archduke, in a specific location, but his driver took a wrong turn at one point. Uh, so they lost him, and the assassination was called off. And then I think about an hour later, Gavrilo Princep was walking down a, a side street, and he saw the motorcade that they were in, because they were returning home at that point. He saw that motorcade, and he saw his opportunity, and he took it. Um, you talk about the movement behind him and the political movement they were trying to push forward. I don't know that that had a lot of effect. Their, their, politi- their political movement had a lot of effect on what events outside of this one assassination and I think that his actions on that day he, he he chose to take the gun out a second time he chose to try the assassination a second time and murder someone and set off a chain of events that forced you know the entire world into a war entire world and he forced the entire world in, it forced the entire world into a war that killed millions and millions of people and set off a chain of events that is still kind of unpacking today like the way the world is structured today is still influenced by the first world war um you not even just the second world war ignore that the cold war was influenced by the divide of europe after the first world war and and the formation of the soviet union um and the formation of the soviet union after world war ii was influenced by dividing you know europe into the eastern bloc and the western bloc because the russians came from one side and the allies came from the other side and the reason they did that is because... He, oh, God, I'm, I'm not a historian, but from what I know, the reason they did that is because Hitler attacked Russia because Hitler thought that if Russia wasn't taken out of the picture, they would at some point turn around and attack Germany. And he needed to get rid of them, or he just wanted to take Russia. The reason he just wanted to take Russia is because Germany lost pretty handily to Russia in the First World War as well. They hit them really, really hard, but they lost to them as well in the end. So you want to talk about his political movement there, Morgan, Gabriel Princep's political movement, and that's probably fair, but I think that the actions of him as an individual, which were influenced more by the cultural background of the Serbians in that region and the hate they had towards their oppressors, as they saw it, than the movement he was a part of, the actions of that one individual that just happened to run into the person he was looking for an hour after the planned assassination set off a chain of events that is still being felt to this day and unfortunately I think Hitler was part of that chain of events so yeah he was an influential person but again I'm going to put forward the maximum I think that's probably going to be part of my whole spiel which is that without World War One, you wouldn't have Hitler to my mind you wouldn't have had a Germany that is was so willing to commit pretty atrocious acts yeah. well we just don't know do we Zach uh, <laughs> 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 um <laughs> This is. I hope this is interesting, listeners. But oh, I know. I hope so too. I'm <laughs> uh, so sorry. Just going to correct some of Zach's timeline there. Uh, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand was meant to happen. They were st- their members of the group were stationed 
all the way down the road. The first person uh, got weak knees, didn't do it. Uh, one of the other people, there was five of them, I don't know which number it is, lobbed a grenade in uh, and that set off an explosion. Didn't kill them, but it diverted them. And then they all had to spread out and await till later on. So they were all kind of spread out still in the area. And what happened was uh, in the div- the after their speech, they were all surrounding in their local area, not sure which way it was going to go. And Archduke Franz Ferdinand wanted to go visit the victims of the grenade at the hospital. Didn't tell his security staff. And so they he made a turn. He happened to turn down the street that Gravillo was in. And that was the end of that. So there are multiple points in this story where... Uh, Someone else could have been this person and history could be very similar. The The grenade could have gone in, could have blown them up. Same story. Uh, they could have taken, they could have not gone to the hospital. They could have gone to their original spot and uh, they could have run into one of the other people instead of Gavrillo. Uh, Gavrillo may not even, even have needed to be there. Someone else may have needed to been there instead and he and the whole thing may have still happened. It might've been a different person. He is insignificant, but when you compare to like, if you take hit, if you take him out of the equation, you still get the same results. If you replace him with someone else, if you take Hitler out of the equation and replace him with someone else, not necessarily going to get the same results. Hitler, as a being, as a person, had a lot of influence. Whereas Gavrilo was a right place, right time, right organization kind of guy. He sure he steered it in a direction, but that wasn't really his doing as much as Hitler has a dire- had a say in what direction he wanted his country and the con- the future generations of other countries to go. So I think what it comes down to in the end is that when you look at most influential figures, someone in the right place at the right time isn't really, but when someone makes efforts and steps to guide their life to then guide the rest of the world, makes them pretty damn influential. Boom. Mic drop, shoot you in the head because you're <laughs> Franz Ferdinand. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's straight at the right time. Um, gosh, yeah, I, I think you're right, Morgan. I hope this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that the We're doing history. Uh, we've, we've, we've each got one more after this. Don't no, we? that was my last one, statements. I think. That, that was, was your it, last one. Okay. So now your um, closing statement. I think I've made my point about Gavrilo Princip pretty steadily. And Morgan, you've made some solid arguments against it. You know, right place, right time. If it wasn't him, it would have been someone else. But you did say, we just don't know. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, it was him. Um, he was in the right place at the right time, but he did pull the trigger. Uh, and you talk about Hitler couldn't have been replaced, but man, I think if you looked at the Nazi inner circle and if you looked at Germany at the time, if you looked at the movement of um, fascism, which came out of Italy, which was influenced by... Mussolini, there were dozens of people who were willing to take up that cause in Germany. There were, you know, that party didn't take power just on Hitler's back. That party took power on the back of all these people who supported Hitler. Hitler might have been the most eloquent voice or whatever it was, you know, the most charismatic, best speaker, but how was he not also a victim of that right place, right time mentality? You know, you, you talk about all those people from the organization that. that could have been in the right spot to assassinate the Duke. But what if Hitler was in the right spot to take over Germany and take over that Nazi party because of the events of World War One? Uh, you know, who's to say that if that gunshot wasn't pulled, if that trigger wasn't pulled by Princep, maybe World War One doesn't start for another couple of years. Maybe it never starts. Uh, maybe you have a different kind of war 10 years down the line 
and you never have the Nazis, you never have the opportunity for Germany to become this fascist state. You never have fascism, potentially, potentially, because we just don't know. What we do know is that Princip pulled the trigger and World War One started and, you know, we're still reeling with, dealing with it. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll be my closing statement. World War One was pretty horrible and it still influences the world today. And it was started by a, sing- a single lone gunman on a street who, ha- you know, by chance, pulled that trigger. Before you finish, I just like to say we've done a lot of talk about Hitler. Oh my gosh, we've done a lot of talk about Hitler without necessarily stating that he was a bad person. <laughs> he, terrible. Like uh, Zach mentions, like he may have spoke eloquently. He may have still a shit guy. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible yeah, individual. No. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying that, Morgan. I was all on the fence. <laughs> well, it didn't clarifying. Alex, I just feel like we needed to say that to cleanse ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Alex, Alex has always been on the fence about the Nazis, but now... <laughs> when you say it's charismatic, I was just like... I oh, hope yeah, I lost because there. of that comment. Yeah. <laughs> he turned Germany around, Alex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he didn't stop no, when he... Economic did. powerhouse. Um... You both made very interesting points. This was much more intellectual than what I uh, thought it was going to be. Guys, uh, guys, this what is what it's like it was when we pretend to be smart. I was so interested. Like, did you think we were going to talk about, like, I don't know, fucking the inventor Kim of Kardashian. McDonald's? <laughs> Kim Kardashian. What the fuck I did thought, you think? I thought someone could what go really the just, shit? like, you know. There's many different ways that the world's been influenced. And, uh, Zach, you know. did you change your answer after I said Hitler or did you have Gavrilo Princep right from the start? That's great because we both went very similar. I was super happy that you talked about World War Two because I think the biggest... I, I thought the biggest problem for me talking about Gavrilo Princep is you could have just been like, oh, well, yeah, all right. But if you're going to say that's the most influential figure, then why not Napoleon? <laughs> you could you could just keep going back. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think you both made good points, uh, Morgan. I did like your point about how it has uh, changed the structures of society, uh, his actions. Um, I did like that. And, Zach, you tried to sort of piggyback on the back of that by basically saying all those good arguments are basically my arguments <laughs> <laughs> because my guy came first. Um, I do I do, I do, do understand up until a point uh, that the end of World War I, I just... did lead to the events of World War Two and the situation that allowed Hitler to come to power. But then there's also something to be said. Yes, the gunshot did start World War One, but the reason World War One started was because of all these diplomatic ties that forced various other countries to get involved after it was after the assassination. It forced countries to get involved based on these diplomatic treaties that had been enacted. Do you, do you know, Norish, before you give the answer, can I can I just say, yes. I think I understand what you're talking about, but what you gave us was most influential person. This is true, no, no, if I'm you're going saying, to, it, uh, 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 <laughs> If you're going to make the argument that it would have happened anyway, I'm going to, again, as I said to more, as I said in my closing statement, yes, it could have happened, but it didn't. What we have in our history is what happened. Uh, Alex, no, 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 we no, no, have Alex, to deal with rebuttal? what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put that in before Alex announces that he's not biased. No, listen. <laughs> just ease up, ease up. I just, I think there was a particular set of circumstances oh. that he lit the fuse for. Right. Yes. Yes. So just, just ease up a little bit. You're being <laughs> a little bit prickly about it all. I think. Just, you know. You're fair. That's right. That's Just right. Just all I apologize. was saying was that there was a bit of a chain reaction after the gunshot. That the gunshot had wider ramifications than what you articulated. 
I wasn't going to say that it was going to happen anyway. You jumped the gun majorly. I was so close to leaning towards your point of view. And then you jumped the gun. And now I think I have to give it to Adolf. Uh, now it's just like, uh, you know, unbelievable. Trying to usurp Morgan, me Morgan. speech. Morgan, that's how you... Up. That's how you torpedo your argument. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know. Um, so, congratulations, Morgan. Yay. You kind of gave away the, 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 the victory very quickly in your end speech there. I wasn't sure. So. Congratulations. Like, oh, congratulations. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, did, did I win? I don't well, know. Well earned, Morgan. Definitely not on the back of uh, snipish aggression or anger. Very well done, man. No, I, I won uh, this on the back of all that, of Adolf Hitler's hard work. You were lucky to get that third round. Uh, now, it's just like... Um... Oh. <laughs> no, you both made very good arguments. Um, um, I'm did. glad I won no, no, no. that. I want as, you said, as you said, Alex, I didn't make good arguments. I just tried to piggyback <laughs> off Morgan's good arguments. No, you did there initially, and then you convinced me. Uh, no, 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 no. More. I would like Morgan to play the audio. <laughs> I'm just excited because now it's my turn to play with the new format. I know, I know. You haven't had a chance. Uh, And that was also another reason why I gave you the win. um... (laughs) Just every time. It's just, it's just so funny. It's just really well done. (laughs) Sorry? Is this, no, no. Uh, The show's not flawed. The show's not flawed. Alex is flawed. You just have to piss it all away. So, um, you know, uh, that's a lesson. Some, some would say that an unbiased moderator would ignore the uh, emotional connection to the argument, but, but obviously, <laughs> that's just not a good point. You undid all the work that you did. Um, what What were you going to say before I interrupted? Then I, I just want to hear it. From I said it. I said it. feel good. No, you didn't. You just said, well, I was going to compliment Oh, no, no, sorry. No, no. no. When, when I reiterated yeah. to myself, I did say that he caused a broader, you know, I was sort of talking a bit more about the chain reaction oh, of his I'm sorry. action. I... And then and then I was going I to say that the it... chain reaction had such ramifications that it led, I agreed with you that it led to the cause of power, that you're piggybacking it was 100%. articulate and accurate. And uh, you just decided to percent sounded like you away. were cracking at me. Sorry? And now <laughs> I definitely just sounded it. like you were just gonna you were just gonna go But <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. You are taking that so completely wrong oh. way. I, I, I think That's you fair. would if you That's went fair. back through the audio you would not hear buh come out of my mouth. Anyway, so I think I'm gonna get some cranberry jam, go with my new friend Robert Denny Jr. and uh, go out in the sun. And invade Poland? <laughs> I was yeah. going to say read a book on history, uh, but you know, that's just you. I hope you bring this uh, this fucking passion next week, mate. When I refuse to win again. <laughs> oh, you win, Zach. I'll make you win. No, f- <laughs> fuck you. I'm not going to win. I'm not doing work for this ever again. Oh, I'm just never going to win. Why you like to work? For join us. Join us next week I with uh, where I'm do. hosting, and we are joined by Alex and a uh, new special guest to replace Zach. <laughs> who has apparently gone on strike. <laughs> oh, that's good. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.